Welcome back to the High Altitude Podcast. I am back with my co-host, Tony Zuccaro. Hello. And we'd like to say a shout out to our sponsor. We added a new sponsor here in episode two. They liked episode one, which is Shred Sauce, which is a virtual game you can download on your computer or iOS or mobile device. It is a skiing game. Also, the Women's Olympic Committee is still with us this season. We are a little bit surprised, but we're happy they are here. So we're going to start off with Slush Cup. Now, Slush Cup is a new type of competition where two skiers battle it out. It's kind of like pig and basketball with the letters S-L-V-S-H. Pretty much one person calls a trick, the other person has to do it. If they don't, they get a letter. If they're on their fourth letter, they get two attempts to do the trick. It goes back and forth until one person loses. With right now the Slush Cup Grand Valera going on, Tony, what do you think about this new slush? What do you think about these new types of competition? I support them because they're getting younger skiers and younger competitors that aren't as known, and these lesser-known skiers who ski for these lower brands that aren't as big, and they compete them up against other professionals. They compete them against people who compete in FIS. X Games, due to or all these, and it really shows how consistent these people are and how good they are at skiing how they want to ski. Like, uh, Hugo Ball, he is a very good skier. Didn't know him until this year's Grand Valero, which he competes in, and he beat a very good skier, uh, don't remember off the top of my yeah, head. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. But he destroyed them. And then another person, uh, Hiroshima, uh, Tamasaki. Ta- Ta- Tamasaki? Tamasaki. There you go. <laughs> he, w- he spins like the wind. He did an 1130 off a rail. And he destroyed, uh, I think. Was Al- Alex Hall? Yeah, Alex Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so an 11.30, just for our viewers, is three and a half spins, which coming off a rail is insane. Another thing, the Grand Valera is kind of like, I, well, I don't want to describe it as the Olympics, but it's kind of like the big end-of-the-year competition where they take the best 16 skiers out there. Now, they take skiers ranging from Ostein Brian, which is like your competition skier. You know, you'll see him everywhere because that's what he's known for, to your smaller skiers like Tony said, Hugo, also Paul Merrick, other small skiers like that. And Slush also brings out a lot of younger skiers because you'll see kids going around the hill saying, you want to play me in a game of Slush and stuff like that. Just It brings people out. It also shows how they can ski different compared to the competition because you might have someone who's not as good as a competition skier. They can't double or triple cork, but they sure can two on, front swap, Prets four out. Yeah. Like, no problem. Easy. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, is you were seeing in one of those games, I think it was game four of the Grand Valera, the guy, he was, the one guy was a competition skier. I think it was Ostein. The other guy was doing these, like, switch 50-50s, and they were just killing them. So these guys had this style that the other guys just can't compete with, and it shows that off a lot in slush. Compared to the X Games, you really just have to have technicality and... You can't have pretty much anything style, which I kind of like Henrik Carlo, how he brings his style in, and 
Jasper Chowder, how he brings his style in. In 2014, he did a body slide on a box, which you'd never see in competitions. You usually only see people spinning on the boxes and stuff. Yeah. It really brings, brings a new type of skiing to what has already become. Yeah, talking about new type of skiing, I mean, we have a whole episode about that coming up next time. You know, going into another type of competition besides slush is real ski. Real ski is an edit-based. They get a minute and a half to make their best edit. They take six skiers, not very well-known skiers. Some are, some not, you know. They get to go out. They grind on the urban streets. Urban is when you ski out in public, like rails and stuff that, you know, not in your local ski hill. And then there's judges that pick, and then there's also a fan vote. Now, looking at this year's real ski here, pulling up the results, we had uh, Payben getting silver, and then ABM, which is Alex Barlilo Marchand, getting bronze, and then with Phil Caspon getting gold. But the big surprise was Jake Mango getting our fan favorite vote, which was not a surprise at all, but him not getting any medal at all from the judges, you know? What do you think about that? I, when the... Results came out, I could see the first two, Alex and Payben, but Phil, he won last year, but he just kind of repeated the same things he did last year. He had some sick tricks in there, but they just didn't have the style. Some two tricks he did were, one, he went into a swimming pool, he hit a rail, then he kind of body slid on the snow hand drag into the swimming pool. That was style, but Jake Mango did these insane tricks that no one could have thought of. He put his skis up against a pole, he pushed them down, and it shot him up three feet onto another rail, and you're just not seeing the credibility for his tricks and the style that he has. I think going off what you said about Phil, you know, kind of doing the same thing two years in a row, I think that's why Hendrick Hartlow didn't do that well this year. He's been this now, what, three years in a row? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just kind of done the same stuff, you know, his same tricks. Not getting a medal, getting 7% of the fan vote. You know, his kind of fall off from real ski is just because he's doing the exact same thing over and over again. Another thing is people just don't like Hendrick because this is an X Games event. They just don't like seeing Hendrick because they see him already winning X Games gold and all these things, and he's been in it so many times. I think Xscapes is just kind of using him to get gain popularity like they are Nick Gepper because if you see all the ads for all their companies they're using, Henrik Carlo supports three of them and Nick Gepper supports two and then you don't see other people who are just as good. They just don't have the consistency as some people. They're just like a side, they're just a side gimmick to X Games. Mm-hmm. Going, kind of talking more about real ski, other than the skiing side of it, it also gives a huge platform for editors and, you know, groups like The Bunch yeah. and film skiing companies like Oliver and Brady, two big editors, get huge position here because it says, you know, it shows their name as winning it too because the edit's just as big as the tricks, you know? Yeah. You can't have a good edit. You can't have a good edit with just good tricks. You need to have the edit with it and the song choice. You need to have everything fit together. It's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I think with 
Mango, he brought in a whole new style of song with that slower choice of song. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that brought a whole new vibe. It brought more of like a chill vibe with his insane tricks, you know. It was a cool put together by the bunch. But his, his tricks also were mellow with, they were insane, but they just weren't what you think. And so they were more mellow that flowed with the song. Paven, his music, or and Kimbo Berg's was really their style of music, which they're both Swedish. So they both had Swedish music, and it was really hard rap, really loud and stuff, but it didn't go really on par with their skiing. Mm-hmm. Like, Mango's got this very effortless flow to his, and that's why he has that nice music going in the background. Another thing off the edit, ABM's edit is seen as one of the best edits because it starts off with, like, that those cool vignettes at the top, going in with that awesome dump truck scene, him grinding on that, going off of a whale tail-looking statue that he grinds, doing a cork off of that. I mean, he had some insane tricks, you know, getting silver for fan favorite and bronze overall. I think he did a very good job this year. Yeah, he, Alex definitely deserved a higher ranking. I think he deserves silver, but I just don't think Phil deserved the higher, uh, the gold that he got, which he got last year, because it was pretty much the same repeated stuff over and over. Yeah, you'd think that the uh, judges would be looking for something new, but it looks like this year that they just, they liked, it must have been similar judges because they liked exactly what they liked last year. Well, guys, we'll be seeing you next episode of High Altitude Podcast. In next episode, we'll be talking about new era skiing and the new wave skiing. One last thank you to our sponsors, Shred Sauce and the Women's Olympic Committee. We'll see you guys next time.